0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power.
1: Sauce of destiny.
0: Yes. Hello,
2: Fightful Faithful. It is I, your ghost host with the most. Ah, I can't even do it.
3: Kate, whatever you want to say something. I don't know.
4: This is your NXT post show for Tuesday, October 24th. This was Halloween Havoc, part one. Spooky booking abounds, but some really good in-ring and some some okay stuff on, on the booking front, but... Per usual, the bad stuff is the most, It's just the worst. But we're here to break it all down. We're here to get sour. We're here to read your Super Chats and Humper Chats that you're sending in. We're here for your Fightful Select subscriptions. Basically, if you want to send us money, we're here to take it. Now, you can get a lot of value on Fightful Select with that money for that $5. The best $5 of the biz. Holy cow, is 2024 a big contract year in pro wrestling? You thought it was just Will Osprey no my friends plenty more where that came from several wwe wrestlers who have not been offered extensions yet so much more of that on its way and so much more news at fightfulselect.com and you get santa blind with me and Mm -hmm. alex because alex doesn't watch the saudi arabia show because he has principles but i am an amoral little creep and i have none so i watch them and then i describe to him what happens yeah, it's good. It's a good time. JS Brown, apparently.
3: JS Brown has never heard of costumes or Halloween. Even <laughs> so, yes, I'm dressed up as Von Wagner. Get it?
4: And I'm Roddy Strong. Neck health is important. But I looked for the little glasses, but I couldn't find them.
3: Uh it's it's Halloween puns this weekend next week. So if you if you if you think of one like Ah, darn it! I, I should have done that pun. You can save it for next week. But if you think of it during this this thing, then get them in. Why not? Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's Halloween havoc, Kate. It's night one of two. They decided to, to spread it out, which is nice. Remember how we were talking about this here tonight? As I, that remember remember that one year that they did New Year's Evil on like January tenth. Was that this year? Um, so I'm very happy they didn't do Halloween Havoc on, like, November 4th or, or like, or the, the, the following weekend. Because you could never put it past these people.
4: Yeah, we were like, spring is in the air. It is time for New Year's Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, a weird call on theirs. And they also did Halloween Havoc in November last year.
3: Yep, I believe they did, yes. Cause Where the, I had a mop day... on my head. Yeah. Um, this is at
4: least two-parter, and part two is on Halloween, Alex. Part two
3: is on Halloween. That's where, that's like, the, idea.
4: the good costumes are coming. Right,
3: right. Um, the good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the good stuff, uh, provided I can find the wig. Uh, so, about midway through this uh, show, I, I boycotted the rest of it. Like, I, I didn't pay attention to stuff. Until halfway through the main event, um, because uh, I I felt betrayed and and hurt so much by the betrayal that I just refused. I I stopped caring. If if it was not my job, I would have turned off the show, and I might not ever have returned to NXT. That might that's that's how bad that's how mad your I was.
4: Job. would not be watching mxt let's be that is true
3: that is true um uh spuko asks uh did it have anything to do with the chase you what happened to my skull a couple of things made me bash my head against a wall a few times so i may have brain damage that might be it or i might be doing a van wagner costume i'm so happy they made sure to give us another one of those segments today from the hospital from the from the from the uh physical therapy office I am too because this is going to be... be your
4: costume either way, mm-hmm. so they better have.
3: Um, I said I watched half of it wrestling with movies, um, and I will not relax. No.
4: No, it's. Sorry, like
3: that. I won't relax ever. No. Uh, Tom Valley wants Kate to yell "Alex" for the costume.
4: I will, but it it has to happen organically.
3: Okay. Good. Fantastic. <laughs> um. All right. Let me let me call up this thing that this little document that Luis Polito sends us hours ago this is not
4: even close to the worst episode of NXT
3: of course not no why would did I say that
4: no but you're just like you're you're disproportionately sour but I know why. It's
2: An
3: because you I have fucking loathed since the first
2: moment they set foot on my fucking screen. Beat the best fucking
3: thing about NXT 2.0 tonight. So yeah, I'm fucking pissed. Disproportionately. Sorry. Disproportionately angry. Acting. Just. Like...
4: <laughs> oh. It's made so much better by your head
3: gauze. Yeah, it should be. I feel like it's good because it's going to keep my brain from exploding because I wrapped it a little tight. So I kinda, maybe
4: it will. That we'll makes see. me angry too. Tune stay tuned um, to find out if that works.
3: Paul Elizabeth says, "Greetings, SGS, but no joy for fillings fans now." Always nice to uh, get ru- get run up and done up by the sixth seed in the playoffs if they then go on to get to the World Series.
4: Look, there's no good situation for me here because last time the Diamondbacks were in the series, they defeated the New York Yankees right after 9-11 and the greatest pitcher to ever watch, the face of the earth. And I now have to watch Luis Gonzalez highlights that make me hurt in the heart. But it's always fun seeing the Phillies
3: lose. Chi-Town Spurs is confused if you have a Roderick Strong neck breaks or a Christian Cage turtleneck. But bravo either way.
4: <laughs> it is. A rather yeah. Strong neck brace. If it yeah. was a Christian Cage turtleneck, it would be yeah. black and you would, would just cut off at the sleeves. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Um, meat Norma says, thanks to all my knights of Meat Castle. Kate, I bought spinach, asparagus, and corn. No idea what to do. Please help. How is NXT <laughs> non-mania edition? Eh,
4: non-mania edition? I would say it's better than the mania edition.
3: <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah. No
4: Undertaker. Ironically, on the spooky episode. Yeah.
3: Um, Ricardo the Spooky Gremlin with our first spooky pun. Chit up, tits out, watch for the boo. <laughs> uh, tr- <laughs> true Infamous says classy five nights at Freddie Blassie's. Which is just very, very good. I That's like that. So good. I like that a lot. True uh, 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 and uh, Tom LaValle says "Cult Chupacabra Cabana." <laughs> um. Uh. And Robert Lyle says Three from Hell in a Cell," starring Hurt, Mangle, Hannibal Lesnar, and Death Mullins.
4: Death Mullins. Seth,
3: Seth Rollins is Death Mullins. It's very I good. It. Uh. And Robert Lyle says um, "Beetlejuice Robinson." It's very good. That's very good. Mhm. Mayhem says The Blair Davenport Project, Killer Crosses from Outer Space, Mr. Bandaduke, um and Evil Uno Dead.
4: Oh, very
3: good. He's all very very good. Um All right. New there's a band called New Year's Day that played a Halloween song. It 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 did give me straight up vibes of the old uh, Triple H NXT, like here's here's this metal act you've never heard of. They're gonna come on and play this song live on a takeover. So,
4: and then it was Poppy yeah. for like eighty four times.
3: Yeah, it was. He uh,
4: Triple H. He went to the a... Poppy well a lot.
3: Yeah, and I
4: don't even hate Poppy, but it was no. it was it was like no. she had a residency.
3: <laughs> I I would I would be very interested to see his Spotify data uh around around the times. Yeah, because I don't think it was anything else. Um so after that we got our devil's playground match where they took they took a little literally for my taste <laughs> with so a swing set and say, a tiny like, and a tiny slide.
4: I have way more forgiveness around this episode because I just love Halloween Havoc and it's always been really, really, really corny. Mm-hmm. So the corniness of NXT doesn't bother me as much because Halloween Havoc is
2: mm-hmm.
4: by nature. Corn on the cob, corn dog, corny. But this was really—I thought it was fun. I had fun with this. It's better than just like here's some candy on a table. You're gonna go oh, through. Oh, it's like, so this much better great. than
3: that for sure. <laughs> Roxanne Perez came out as uh, Freddy Krueger. Kiana James came out as uh, sexy orange and black lady. Like I, she right. like she could have done something.
2: Come She's on, seen it's me, Kiana girls. James.
3: She, she knows all you have to do is put on something.
4: lingerie and animal ears. But like, ears.
3: but but no, but like, be do I'm a, a do accountant. a sexy thing. Do a sexy devil. Do a sexy.
4: Do a sexy accountant to switch it do, up. You do know? a
3: sexy accountant. Just wear what you wear normally to the ring and be a sexy accountant.
4: Be an accountant instead of merge, merge. I say. But I, I'll say, I thought she looked really good tonight. Her and Roxanne, I thought, had really good chemistry. Yeah. The. Um, what did she put her through the table with? I can't remember, but it it looked good.
3: Mm. It looked
4: really good. Um, she's great. Like, if they could get out of their way with the stories, they have a really strong women's division from a race standpoint. Right. Like
1: yeah.
4: and some of the characters are finding their way. We'll talk about what happened to the main event, which was obviously a huge upset. Um right. but like I think how good Kiana is gets lost in the fact that she was in a hallmark rom com for like eight months, and then she's been carrying around paint in a bag. She can just can wrestle. But it's like not paint gray.
3: now. It's now it's just other things too. So she pulled out a laptop and broke the laptop. Oh my god! Over maybe Roxanne's she's a poor body.
4: musician, a magician, musician.
3: I mean, does the laptop have have whatever is called gar- g- GarageBand installed on it? Maybe. <laughs> maybe it does. Maybe it has Pro Tools. She's m- layering maybe. things. Um, I was, I was a wedding DJ for about seven months.
4: We're not talking about wrestling the rest of the show. I need to know everything (laughs) about you being a wedding DJ. Uh,
3: I, um, I finally graduated to being, to being able to be the lead DJ on weddings. And, uh, and, and then, uh, my daughter was born. (laughs) I got, I got the job, found (laughs) out my wife was pregnant like four days later. Um, and, you know, then it was like, well, I, I, we got through the summer where I was like training, which is just, hey, can you go move that amp? I'm going to sit here and and snack on food and watch you move an amp. And I was like, when do I get to be the guy to point out the amps okay. to the other people to move? And it turns out after about six months. And then fi- and finally I had my first ever lead thing did pretty well the, the bride and groom loved it and then i was like yeah i can't i got i got i got a i got a newborn i can't be like leaving going every out weekend out to like to yeah go two in the morning stuff so like yeah so the, but but anyway i remember uh things being on laptops musician sure. La- it's, okay anyway i meant to say also, magician because she kept
4: pulling things different things out
3: of the bag also in the the bag is um a brick Apparently, we never see the brick. What we see is after Roxanne Perez hits the pop rocks on Kiana James onto the bag, um, we see her reach in and pull out little pieces of foam rubber that have been spray painted red. Like, it's supposed to be that she pop rocks her so hard onto the bag it broke the brick. But it but she dropped them and they bounced everywhere like foam rubber and not you know like brick and it was I don't know you could have just reached in there and pulled out a a, an actual whole thing, you didn't even have the the pieces because it was weird.
4: I'm dying for the moment where a referee pats down both competitors, like Mm -hmm. to check their like knee pads, and then but Keanu James just has his bag that no referee ever checks. No,
3: no, never ever checks it.
4: Nope. So Mm I'm waiting for that moment.
3: Um, so, so yeah, she, Keon, I mean, Roxanne won. Good. They, they keep like, um, is this going to be when she finally comes into her own? Says Vic. When she finally stands up for herself. When she, this is a former NXT Women's Champion. Like you booked her into the ground since. Yeah, then. but she has. But anxiety. the idea finally comes into her own. She was the champion. Like, she beat a woman who had held the damn title for a, a, a year. I know the reason she did it was because that woman showed a little too much nippy-nip, but come on. Like, let's not completely rewrite history here. She was the champion. Don't treat her like a little baby girl now. Once you made her the champion, you can't make, so- oh, little baby walks in. She was able to do it all by herself. What a big girl she is. Don't treat well, her like that anymore.
4: But she's a former champion with anxiety, which means she's yeah. incapable of anything.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. Match was really good. Um. They have... It's kind of smashing our head against the wall to the point where we need gauze on it with, yeah. what are we doing with some of these women? And yeah. what are we doing with some of the talent in general? Like, that's not just specific to the female roster here, right? Like, the... I'm so happy for Lyra because she's great. She's really, really great. She had an amazing match with Becky tonight. But like, you gutted Tiffany Stratton for nothing then, Mm -hmm. and you did that with Roxanne for the indie thing and the Tiffany thing. Like, um, if you're not calling people up, there used to be like this disconnect with the creative with the handoff, and now it feels like there's a disconnect with the with the timing. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like, all right, we've made a star out of this person. And they're like, great, they're going to sit there for seven more months. Well, right. like, where it used to be, we've created a star with this person. Great. They're a different human being on the main roster entirely. Uh, mm-hmm. So this this was a really great match. Is Roxanne going to win the title again? No. Okay. Well, let's, yeah. <laughs> no. Like, let's call her up then. Call if her she's, up then. Or let's have her feud with Tiffany, right? Like, They get, they have, they do a really great job with women's wrestling and the amount of TV time they get. It would be great to see some of that feel more important with either a secondary title or those Uh tag titles floating around. Like they've, they've got to find something that makes it feel like those programs are elevated because they sincerely do a great job. There's more women's matches than men's matches on Uh a couple of these cards of late. Like
3: it's great. Um, uh, Louise brings it up. Uh Shotzi uh, was Pinhead. And yeah. And Scarlet was Marie Antoinette. And all Shotzi did all night long was make uh, Scarlett look bad by comparison with her costumes. <laughs> like that Pinhead one was otherworldly.
4: Oh my
3: goodness. And like, yeah, it was a nice wig and everything, but I don't know what that dress was from Marie Antoinette, but I'm assuming that's who she was. Famous beheaded lady. I think with... Um, was-
4: with Scarlet, they were like the spookiest thing we can do is put clothes on her because she's just so right. Hot. And then
3: the second time, um Shotzi was Edward Scissor Hands, which looks great. Great. And then she was like, I am sexy vampire. Isn't that what you are normally? Isn't that literally what you <laughs> yeah, are whenever team. you deign to show up, whenever they book you on SmackDown once every four months, isn't that what you are then? Is sexy no, she's vampire? A, a witch, not a vampire, completely.
4: Completely different.
3: No, we guard. We got Scottish witches. Those are witches. She is. She's <laughs>
4: yeah, but you, a vampire you—you call her some the hot witchy woman.
3: Skills. You know what I mean. Yeah, but um, she doesn't have fangs. Yeah. Anyway. Um, have fangs again. They 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 did a, did a few a few co- costume changes and whatever.
4: The one at the uh, end was fun when they were the shining.
3: Yeah.
4: And they like moved in sync.
3: Yeah, um so, Chatsy crushes she, it though. Like yeah, she's just, she's great at this. Um and Carmelo Hayes gets interviewed by Vic Joseph. Elephant in the room, gotta ask you. Are you the one who took out Trick? And they, they they did ask Baron Corbin later in a different interview, but it does feel like because listen, it should be Carmelo. Because he's the only one who has a real reason to do it. He has a connection to Trick. He's not going to beat off next week. And this gives a, a lengthy feud with some real heat behind it to, to go on later. But with the way they are literally have giant neon flashing signs pointing to, to Carmelo Hayes over and over again tonight. As though he is the guilty one. I will be disappointed if they make him be the guilty one after all of the obviousness that they are putting out, um, I I don't, he needs to be the guy, but also with the way they are writing all of this, he can't be the guy because the just, it's just, just, I,
4: I don't think Carmelo is the chicken shit heel, but I do think he could be the heel that is like, I would never do that, but I would absolutely hire someone else to do that. So they could right. go in that direction. And they it would could. be cool if that person was Dijak. Um, I question Vic Joseph's interviewing skills. You do yeah. not do that. You don't just dive right in. I appreciate it from the from the brevity of mm-hmm. time aspect. Mm-hmm. But like, hi, how right. are you, former champion around here? Right. Uh, I got to ask you right away. I will say Carmelo is just a tailor-made talker. He has mm-hmm. what... um He's great. What Edge has, and that it just always feels so natural. Like, that's one thing, other than when Edge was put in Judgment Day. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it just sounds like a human being talking. And at NXT, we really rarely get that. And Carmelo brings that to backstage's... Uh, sit downs, in ring promos, like he just sounds like a human being, which is always really refreshing for me. It's my favorite type of promo. Right. Obviously, you guys know who I like: Kevin Owens, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Like that's for me. I like those sounding guys. So this was just another example of that where I was just like, God, it's nice that he just sounds like a person.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, I like your idea of like the the twofold thing that it was DiJack who did it, but Carmelo put him up to it. Paid him off, maybe, but put him up to it. Like it helps us both. We're both in this fatal four way. So um I can't I can't be seen around him. I don't I I I he can't know it was me. So die takes him out. Uh Trick fingers die for it when when he comes out of the hospital. And then they have a thing with Trick and Dijack. And Dijack then, after losing the match to Trick, um uh gives up Carmelo. Like 100%. I, I I I like that. From it? That's that's, that's fun, good. Right? Uh, that's a, that's a through line. It gives us a a a, a, a quickly like oh it was Die who did it. Oh, but we all thought it was Carmelo, but it was actually Carmelo. Just put. It. I honestly like that. But but the people who are like, well, what if it's blank? Like Luis is like, watch it be dumb because they hate us so much. Like it can, it just it can't be because if it's anybody who doesn't have a stake in that fatal four way to get. To the to the main event of Halloween Havoc, then it's so far out of left field that I don't want it anymore.
4: And it you know also I mean? should be not for nothing, like it should be a heavy. Like it should be someone of Dijak's stature and yeah. poise. And like Dijack, I said this on Twitter because I thought about this last week. Dijak is Carmelo's heavy is a super fun idea, but Dijack has a great personality and heavies are generally lumbering idiots. And I don't want him to be a lumbering idiot. I think if you can find an, a, a balance there, that could be something that's very, very fun. Like, mm-hmm. Dijak is... Uh, Carmelo is, like, the blend of cocky where he can back it up, but, like, having a heavy in tow is not a bad idea for that guy. You know what I mean? Like, and right. I, I think um, it doesn't have to be, like, he does all my dirty work, but them as a duo, I think, could be a really fun way to go about business. And I think it's something you could take up to the main roster.
3: The... The chat but there, no is one's ever gonna called up, so. and that Corbin brought him up. i don't I did not hear Corbin bring up Wesley. Um, Where's Wesley? Well, he quit. He, yeah, but he, like he, he make, quit and he left he left with his time? wife. and i'm I'm assuming that um he's the same place Cora Jade is um at a breast augmentation clinic. Wait, wait, no, that was not at all what I meant to say. Wesley is waiting for his main roster call up somewhere. He's waiting at his house. That's that's where Cora Jade is. I'm assuming uh, they left around the same time and have not been seen since on NXT. So if Wesley comes back and he looks like he's a cup size bigger, I'm... I'm just saying, like I just I, it's possible. I I don't know. Um, uh, if it's Wesley, fine, but they're gonna have to like give me some some ways that nope, like nobody saw Wesley sneak in, take out trick, and like sneak back out again. Um
4: well why do like no I like my idea better? I generally like my own ideas until yeah. Alex makes them even better. Then I'm
3: like, all right. <laughs> I, whatever. Um Dragonov get interviewed. Dragonov's amazing.
4: <laughs> He's the best. I love this guy so much. Yeah. Um, I just believe he could destroy everyone with all of right. my heart. Yeah. Um, I've never doubted. Listen, it. I, I,
3: listen. I, I apologize for the savagery. It was, it was, a, it was a very. It was. Listen, it was low, low hanging and busting out fruit, and I, I had to go for it. I'm sorry. Um, I do apologize. That was not what I wanted to do. I'm. I have brain damage because I banged my head on so many hard things um, later tonight. Um,
4: You're a savage, classy, boozy ratchet, like. Megan the Stallion.
3: So the hair Heri- so the heritage cup gang the metaphor is backstage getting getting their tarot cards read and um and they don't like the thing what they say and then uh Tozawa sneaks in and steals the cup while nobody's watching but he's literally right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um and so he walks off with it. And later they get a, a a text from him. Like, if you want your cup, come and get it. And I think it's a picture of a haunted house. So we're getting the metaphor in a haunted house next week, which is fun. But I have an overwhelming problem with the dude who was in a tournament to get a shot at the Heritage Cup and lost all of the matches he was in. Then leapfrogging everybody else in that tournament and getting a title match if is that if that is what is happening if he if after noam dar gets his thing back sozawa gets a title match i'm i'm sorry fundamentally i cannot rock with it it's no. halloween havoc I, well, no the i'm assuming the haunted house thing happens next week and then oh, yeah. after that we're going to get the title match at that point halloween havoc logic no longer exists yeah, but also he
1: stole
4: it, and the last time someone stole it, they got a title match. So you can either win a tournament or steal it, and that's how you challenge for the Heritage Cup. It's probably on their little rule book. I just love Tazawa; He's so
3: funny. <laughs> anyway. No, um... it doesn't make
4: sense, but I like it anyway.
3: I just, it's, I, I, you, you were, if he wasn't in the tournament at all, I would have no problem with it. He was in the tournament to get a shot at the cup. He lost every match he was in in four minutes apiece.
4: Okay. But who else was in it? i i yeah, The Fraser would, already lost, right?
3: He didn't have his, no, he didn't have his, uh, he, he, well, he lost the tournament, but he, he didn't have a shot afterwards. There's a bunch of people who won matches in that tournament. I believe Akira Tozawa and Charlie Dempsey, I think, also lost every one of the matches he was in in the other bracket. Everybody else who won at least one match in that tournament should get a title shot before Tozawa or Charlie Dempsey. I'm sorry.
4: But most of them are doing other things, is my point.
3: Joe Coffey's not. I mean... Also, yes, yeah, feeling Dreepy brings up a very important thing. We we were we were led to believe last night by a phone call that Jakara Jackson was having her arm amputated in a hospital. <laughs> and apparently that just didn't happen. I'm starting to think Noam Dar exaggerates a little bit.
4: Are you getting yeah. that vibe? I'm getting the vibe that Noam Dar exaggerates. I'm, I'm
3: getting the, the vibe that Noam Dar may not be the most trustworthy dude. Yeah, I mean
4: that—that's a strong statement. I think he right. just—I think he's a little dramatic. Yeah, but the only way for us to find that out is if I get to hang out with him and or the Metaphy,
3: which is the which is the thing that you want the most. It is um, the thing that I want the most in the world. Lexus King did the risky business entrance <laughs> on, a, on a chair. And I, I and also he is from the same year Risky Business was released, which is 1983. That is correct. Why is he the lead singer of a hair metal band? What are we what is why is Brian Pillman Jr. Lexus King? Why? Why are we doing this with him? They you can't, like, I'm my own man. That's why I went out of my way to style my hair just like my old man did. Is a dumb thing. That's a dumb thing.
4: Well, I think they're trying to tell the story of he's he can't get away from it. Like, that, I'm not saying it's told well, but I think the story that they're going for mm-hmm. is, like, it is hereditary to be the loose cannon. Like, you have no choice in that. Even I'm, if you uh, change your name, Even if you keep your same identity entirely. (laughs) That's the thing. Also, what is happening with your beard?
3: It it looks like he is holding on that wig he's wearing with a chin strap. And the chin strap is his beard.
4: It looks like when you have a...
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful
1: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
4: helmet on and your mom is like we don't want it to fall off we gotta pull it too tight and she does mm-hmm. and it's just like Ugh.
1: It's not, it doesn't look good.
3: Doesn't he has a not, match with Dante up. Chen. Dante Chen is the guy who he's famously, like- he's still around. Uh, Dante Chen is the guy who famously like was being pushed. Um, uh, he was the first ever guy from Singapore in, in WWE. It his big, fir- he won his first match in NXT on 2.0. His dad was in the audience to watch it. Uh, then he got hurt, he missed like five months. And while he was out hurt, his dad died. And they had a whole vignette about how, like, he got to see my first win, but that's the only match he ever got to see me wrestle. And so I'm dedicating the rest of my career to my father. And since then, he's just been booked to lose. And I feel like, don't do the vignette if you're going to make him into into the loser guy. Like, that's they've done that. Every time I've seen him since then, he's lost a match. And that, yeah. Um, My
4: notes <laughs> referenced that and also said keep Christian Cage away from this guy. Um yeah, true. Do that. Yeah, it's a bummer too because he's good. Uh, but so far into the Triple H era again... We're seeing some talent that hasn't gotten shots get back on TV. So maybe that's an opening, I hope. Yeah, it's, um, it's good.
3: Listen, it's good for Dante Chen that he gets this spot in a, a hopefully majorly watched episode of NXT. And they got they let him look good against Brian Pillman. That's good for Dante Chen. It's bad for Brian Pillman because he got 50 50 in the same match. Like 50% of the offense or more was done by Dante Chen. And then Brian Pillman won with his weird like Orton straight jacket, Orton DDT, except it's not a DDT. It's a spinning neck breaker. Um, I, I, which which takes as much time to set up as Grayson Waller's I got to get out of the ring and run <laughs> up the ramp and then do a spinning or somersault to do give you a stutter. If if you're mad if your finishing move requires your opponent to be fully unconscious before you do it to them, just pin the guy. Just just pin the guy. If he there's no way Dante Chen lets that happen to him unless he's already unconscious. I don't like those really long setup finishers.
4: Yeah, I don't either. I don't even like and it's not even nearly as egregious but Jay Lethal's where I'm just like just do a cutter. Why are you doing a handspring? Um, yeah. I'm wondering if this got 50-50 because maybe it'll be a story of, not to go back to the Christian Cage, Well, but like maybe it is like a passed away father's thing, trying to find your own identity thing. Like, there's an opportunity there oh, to do something. there's a storyline
3: here. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that.
4: That would be good. And it's the only reason I could think that they gave Dante Chen so much offense other than maybe they, they wanted him to be like, mm-hmm. look good. But if this is a full storyline, I have less of a problem with the way it was booked. If it's yeah. just Brian Pillman getting a win, it should not have taken this long in this fashion uh, for how he's been presented. Now the vignettes I think have been great. I don't know what's going on with the beard, um, but
3: shave the beard. Uh, I'll I'll forgive the hair if you shave the beard, man. I will. Yes,
4: as as will I. I I'm still a little. This is his in ring debut in NXT, so all with a grain of salt on this. But it doesn't feel like... The reason I kind of liked what he was doing, The I didn't love what he was doing at AEW and MLW, but what I did was like was his moveset felt very different than the persona of his dad. Yeah, And if they're going to this loose cannon well, which I actually really like the story of, and I think the vignettes have been good to support that, his moveset doesn't necessarily lend itself. So there's going to just right. have to be some... Changes to that. That's a tricky thing for wrestlers to do, but I don't know if Brian Pillman Jr. ever fully got that foundation in place. So this might be a good use of, say, a developmental brand to help you find those kinds of
3: things. Yeah. Yep. Um, the uh, first semifinal in the women's breakout tournament is Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. Ariana Grace, again... Please explain to me why you are a booty pageant contestant who is also a wrestler. Um, And it is very funny to me. I assume it's funny to you as well. That in lieu of, you know, a title belt being put on a pedestal outside the ring for them to look at, it's the at a glance they like just they took the they took the little folder and set it up like this standing there and everyone looks at it longingly as they pass by. And and um yeah.
4: Yeah, it doesn't
3: <laughs>
4: ah a portfolio doesn't like ring the same when it's $20 from Staples essay like Heritage Cup, which is the size of a toddler or um a belt or whatever. Uh Ariana Grace, I liked better last week because she did translate it a little bit to what was in the ring, where she doesn't have a promo, it makes less sense.
5: Mm -hmm. She's
4: she's got the character aspect down though. Like she's she's good at that part. Right. Um the right person went over here. This is a rare instance where the tournament got booked properly. Thank mm-hmm. goodness this one needed to, especially with what we saw in match number two. I right. don't like like being super yeah. negative, but it was clear who should be winning both of these. Right. Um and yeah, Kalani Jordan looks she looks good, man. Like she's right. she definitely still needs some. She's got right. some training wheels on that you can read, like, but she's she's got uh a lot of the fundamentals down and she looks great.
3: I saw somebody who wasn't me complaining about Ariana Grace. Why is she a beauty pageant contestant? Why is that person? Someone that wasn't us. And yeah. And somebody was like, "Um, I'll bet you love Tony Storm though, huh? And I did not reply to this, but I wanted to. It was like, A, there's no comparison uh, between Tony Storm and Ariana Grace. And B, Tony Storm is a confirmed crazy lady. That is why she is also a wrestler because she thinks she's a starlet from 1940 or even earlier, she's doing silent films and also is a wrestler because she's a confirmed crazy lady. I don't get that vibe from Ariana Grace. I get the vibe of I'm a, I'm a comedy beauty pageant contestant who also is a wrestler for no reason. There's a very big difference. So the Tony storm thing too, this, this whole break came
4: from a specific promo Right. Where when she lost her title, she said, yes. "Am I not enough of a star for you anymore?" Like mm-hmm. this all stemmed from the title loss, mm-hmm. which means it stemmed from something specific in wrestling. Yes. NXT is just like you're the zany character. We're gonna try mm-hmm. and translate it to right. the ring. If we get to the point where Ariana Grace's beauty pageant talent mm-hmm. is wrestling, I will have more leadway for this down mm-hmm. the line. If you are okay. an idiot who has to use whataboutism. <sighs> When somebody asks a question online about a wrestling program, yeah. please block me right now. Yeah,
3: um, Spooko saying, nothing is stopping me from stealing that contract folder. Put it in a briefcase, LOL. Or I don't know. Like, Kiana James but... should
4: walk out with it.
3: Listen. Yeah. What's... Kiana James should walk out with it because as we've seen in WWE, if you have a contract, you can just sign your name to it. Even if your name's not printed on it, you can sign your name to it. And that's legally binding. So, like, Keanu yeah. James should walk Even in, if and you're take that, face. sign it, and get a title match. Just Or John Cena I mean, should come down next to you and do it. Just like defend. Um, Kalani spent, I'm going to conservatively say, a minute and a half after she won the match, standing next to the contract and just, yeah, that's going to be mine. Oh, yeah. Yep. Next week. We
4: went we home 47 seconds early, and now I have nothing to do with, with my contract.
3: <laughs> <laughs> For her, because she was just doing what she was told to do, but they uh, they should have cut away from that way earlier. Um, I used to think Kalani Jordan was winning, but spoiler alert, uh, with the end of the, of the show going the way it was, I firmly sure. believe that uh, she will not win the tournament. They will give Lyra Valkyria one successful title defense. Against Lola Vice, and I'm then she's going to be murdered where she stands by Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. So, I'm be with a you. Fun thing to do yep. with both things. Um, so, um, oh yeah, Kalani Jordan had a Spider Gwen outfit, which was yeah,
4: it was pretty hmm. cool.
3: Yeah, um, I like
4: Halloween Havoc with that stuff. Like I, that's for Kate. The corniness
3: yeah. for me. Uh, Kim Dre says, uh, Kim Grace is playing too much off of Ariana Grace being Santino's daughter, Santina's niece. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bills it was just says, like an
4: entire insult to women's wrestling, so I can't. Yeah, like, I so like, it's not I, it's not I, a good
3: thing to bring up again. Not yeah.
4: palatable for me. No. Yeah.
3: Nope. No. K. Bills says, my main issue with the breakout tourney matches, it exposes how green the talent in them are. You can tell the matches are rehearsed for like a week. And if there's even one communication, the whole thing falls apart. Uh, the breakout tournaments uh used to be people breaking out into NXT who have had years of experience on the indies. Now it is a breakout tournament, they're wrestling their first ever televised match in the tournament. It is a is a different kind of thing, you know.
4: Sure, and it wasn't even that long ago, right? Like Carmelo and Odyssey Jones was great. Yeah. Um and that was only the last men's one, right? So this is a new direction for it that isn't wonderful. I'm intrigued to see what they do with the men's one. I'm hoping Cody Rhodes comes back and tells us all about it.
3: Um, okay. This is the reason why I'm wearing this.
4: Okay, let's talk
3: about it. Von Wagner's using a walker walking through his, his physical therapy. Um, he's got the, the, the thing about the Von. I thought he was in the hospital last week. This is a, this is a, like a physical therapy place at a strip mall. So how does it, he's, is he, is he released from the hospital and he gets to like, does he, does he use a walker to get here? Does he take the bus? Does he gauze himself every morning when he wakes up to change the wounds, uh, change Maybe the has, dressings on his has wounds? Two.
4: He was insinuated to be sleeping with helps him out.
3: Um, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Remember that? I, I hope they're still dating. I hope they found love. That would, you know, know what?
4: That would be the most like I like von Wagner ago. if he, like, followed through with that.
3: Um, he, uh, uh Stone shows up and it's like, how is he? He's progressing, but slowly, says the physical therapist, and he walks away. is like, hey, Robert, hey, Stone. What did you do that for? I just wanted to come here and check on you. No, I mean, why did you ask for a match with Braun Breaker? He's going to kill you. Um, And uh, it's like, yeah, I know. But if I have one chance to just slap him in the face one time, punch him one time, it'll all be worth it. Nobody gets to do that to my friend and get away with it. And then he keeps, keeps talking. And then Vaughn goes, hey, Stone, wait a minute. Did you just say that I'm your friend? like, yeah, you're damn right you are. Then von Wagner does this smile. Um, it's like, um, all right, well, I I'd really like to be there for you next week, but I'm in no shape. That's okay. Um. Uh, I'll. uh, What did he say? Like this. This will all be over soon, or something. I forget what what, exactly what he said, but it was a very much like a. Oh, oh, they're gonna shoot, kill Robert Stone next week, (laughs) and and like to to have another reason, more adversity, more more adversity, adverse head wound for him to overcome. Uh, when, he, when he finally comes back after Braun Breaker. Oh boy.
4: Uh, that match should be one move. It should be mm-hmm. Braun Breaker spearing him out of his boots.
3: I don't mind if, uh, if you let Robert Stone do the thing he wanted to do. Slap him once in the face. Okay. And then Braun just absolutely like like let him beat Robert Stone for five straight minutes and anytime the ref tries to check on him he's like you stand up this this guy is getting what is coming to him like just let him do that until the ref has to wave it off I don't want to see Braun Breaker pin him I want to see Braun Breaker beat him up until the ref says you have to stop now you're going to kill him That's what I want to see Braun Breaker do. If you're going to do this horrible thing where Von Wagner uses the power of his love for Robert Stone to get one over on Braun Breaker, future actual WrestleMania men eventer Braun Breaker, hopefully. If that's what you're going to do with this story, then you got to go all through with the next chapter, which is Braun Breaker actively murders Robert Stone. I want to see Von Wagner go to the funeral of Robert Stone. That's what I want to see. Before Von Wagner gets his shot at Bron Breaker, there needs to be a full-fledged funeral for Robert Stone. That well, Von we've Wagner seen Tony
4: attained. D'Angelo have those before. I think we're going to see him have one for Sex in a very different way. Um, I, I don't mean to be controversial. I'm starting to think this is maybe not the best use of Bron Breaker.
3: I'm going to, I'm going to say, Sue. So. You know what? You know what proves that. The later uh segment between Hay and Carmelo. Yes. That I was like, I was like, man, it's so true. Just like we, you and I, we're gonna be battling for the top spot for the next for the next decade. And just the way he said it was like there was there was so much confidence in it. And the way that, that Carmelo took that in, I was like, Yes, can we get that started now then, please? Yeah, like what are you yes, wasting okay. them? F- like, okay, Carmelo's gonna lose his title to Ilya Dragunov hopefully then he has his thing with Trick and you blow that off and you break them apart and Carmelo goes the main roster on his own. But by that point, Braun Breakker should already be there waiting for him. Like, let's... I don't know, man. Yeah, I. the thing is, I don't know who you put Von Wagner in a
4: storyline with because I don't think there's anybody that he should... No. <laughs> so I can't even say it's like a bad move on their part, but its I can't say it's a good move. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-mm. No, it's bad. Um,
4: can we read some puns?
3: Luis <laughs> says, Braun should hit five spears at a burning hammer next week." I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Puns,
5: yay! We got some good,
3: got some good puns. You guys are great. Um, Ronald Hollick says Halloween booking kid Sean Michael Myers and also Doctor Dexter Loomis. Um, Doctor Loomis, of course, being the hero of uh, Halloween.
4: JK. Yes, no. <laughs>
3: Orion Ben 666 says, pray for lethal, because Eddie Krueger's coming to get him. Hey, Potter! Eddie's coming
1: for you.
4: Eddie Kingston, horror movie villain. I would watch that movie. He just awesome. going around calling everyone partner, ripping promos on people with gasoline. Oh
3: Yeah. Orion Ben says, Twisted Techno Team Transylvania 2000.
4: <laughs> Guys, so we do this other show on the Know Your News Network. Call get the flick out of here, and it's October. And last week we reviewed a film, a, a picture called Frankenhooker, and this week we're reviewing a film called Chopping Mall. And when I tell you, I cannot wait until Christmas so I can get my revenge on Alex and make him sit through some really bad Hallmark movies. I am. There's great, a There's a Netflix movie, movie
3: coming out. With Heather Graham and Jason Biggs (laughs) and Brandy and other relics from 1998. And I'm going to have to sit through that because I made you sit through 75 minutes of- And we
4: talked about this and I said, sometimes spooky season isn't in October at all, my friend. Sometimes your worst nightmares are going to be around the holidays. Thank you.
3: Um, uh, Jackson Dean, don't worry. She's just neck strong. Kate, what happened? Are you okay? No, she's just next strong. It's fine.
4: I'm just neck strong, it's like fine. Roddy. I just mm-hmm. I stand with Roddy Strong.
3: Lieutenant Photo says pyramid head of the table. That's a Silent Hill pun. Um, says power, power haunted house hobs. That's very good. Um, Robert Lyle <laughs> says Allie <Power> deceased. <laughs> deceased.
4: I think they're watching Dancing with then the then Stars. Robert so says, sorry, Allie.
3: Now. So that's nice. T Electric Mayhem says "El Phantasmo of the Opera." Uh, Lieutenant Photo says "The Candyman." Becky Lynch. <laughs> uh, this is a good insert. Clever Tegan Knox pun says "Shriker and Knox." That's very good. Meet Normus says "Resident Hill." Resident Evil Uno Sixty Nine. NXT Parking Lot. <laughs> um, Lieutenant nice. Photo says, "I like this one a lot." Lieutenant Photo says, "Jobbing for apples." better than jobbing for a hot dog and a handshake let me tell you uh lieutenant photo says jack perry lantern (laughs) jack-o-lantern perry or whatever ricardo the spooky gremlin says whoop that trick or treat
4: that's a very good one that was sitting right there and
3: i didn't even think of it well um robert lyle says stephen king of the ring (laughs) Uh, robert lyle says lance storm of the century Robert Lyle says Texas Chainsaw Charlie Massacre. Oh. Lieutenant Photo says um, nightmare before Christian. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's just somebody um, who
4: has a father that's alive. That's Christian's yes, that's nightmare.
3: <laughs> um, uh, Ronald Hollick says LA Night of the Living Dead. Very good. Robert Lyle says Clive Barker Boudreaux. <laughs> Remember uh, him? Rob- Robert Lyle says Terrifier Fire Ter- Taylor Terry Fire Taylor the Terry Terry Taylor the Red Rooster Terry Terry Fire Hulk Hogan Balea Terry okay I was just trying to like if the right the wrong Terry maybe it's the wrong Terry, Terry um fun. Robert Lyle says I know what you did last SummerSlam. <laughs> I know what they did last SummerSlam, too they friggin I had Roman retain again. Um, <laughs> Lieutenant Photo says uh, Pennywise man Paul Heyman. Very good. Collector Mayhem says Paranorman Smiley activity. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now all I'm thinking about is that movie and someone doing like the the wiggle.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Lyle, I'm going. To, I'm going to slightly augment yours, but I really like the original idea you came up with. I'm going to say it like this. Trick Williams or Treat Williams?
4: I like that a lot. What was the what was the OG?
3: Trick or Treat Williams.
4: Yeah, I think I'm I'm with you on the, the yeah. edit there. Yeah.
3: Um just a that whole thumbs <Ha>. up. Uh, <laughs> finish finish the gory. <laughs> and also American Nightmare on Elm Street
4: the gory is so good because all i can think about is cody saying it
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
4: and his dumb presidential cadence He always me
3: earn it <laughs> um robert lyle says <laughs> jack-o'-lantern, <laughs> jack-o-lantern <laughs> Perry. we already got that one it was really good funny rob Bebe says gg say, says wait gig what giggity dolan giggity what and darby myers I don't know what this is. I don't know how that. What is that? I'm not sure what that is. Giggity! That's a that's a that's a Family Guy pun. Um, Tama Valley says uh, it's Hakuween, If you know what I mean. <laughs> and finally, Lieutenant Photo says Edward Scissorhands me Daddy ass. <laughs>
2: that's um.
3: Very good. So, uh, Will Chisholm says, I love how Alex looks like... Um, although Alex uh, hates to say nice things about NXT, it pops me. Just like my dad. I'll get an A on a test, and he'll be like, I'm still mad you didn't take out that trash two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. But good job on um, getting an A. Yeah, good job on getting an A.
4: We celebrate your academics here.
3: The creeds... Um, I I don't know what Brutus is wearing a snowman costume. I don't know. And I don't know what the hell Julius is wearing, but they want a match versus Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. So they have, um, they have Ivy spin the wheel and make the deal with the consent of the hostesses with the mostesses. Of course. And it it lands on tables, ladders and scares match. Now, Julius and Brutus versus Humberto Carrillo and and Angel Garza in a crazy plunder match should be a lot of fun. That is correct. Um, But it doesn't matter because the tag team division NXT is dead and buried.
4: Well, yes. But I think what you're missing here is Alex. It's like table ladders and chairs, but instead it's a it's
3: scares. Yeah, it's scares. I get it. I think it. maybe I you it. just don't understand. No, no, I, I I got that part. You did. Tony Dan, Tony um, D'Angelo, and Stax, Channing Stacks, D'Angelo, um, have been champions for only 87 days.
4: But at because least they really defended the titles twice.
3: This is this was the third one, and they lost. Three defenses in less than three months. Um, and if if you give Chase you one of the worst acts in wrestling history, um, one day longer as a reign than Tony D'Angelo and Stacks, I'm gonna friggin' lose it even more than I. I this this match was not laid out as such. This match. Was it was this match was not like there was no heat behind this match. There was no like well, no. this, there, there was no like when you were watching, um, when you were watching uh, uh, swerve and uh, um, and Keith Lee versus the acclaim the first time when the claim lost, you were watching it going like, holy crap, there is a turning of the tide here, like you can feel something changing. And they they could have gone the audible. I feel like this was obviously planned ahead of time. They don't audible these kind of things here. But there was no like, oh wow, man, this this really feels like they could actually do a title to change here. And they just did it because like Tony D'Angelo ran into JC Jane on the apron and then had a really bad looking roll up by Andre Chase that didn't relieve really and pin him for he was unpinned for the first two of the three. And then finally, he actually got some weight over the legs of Tony D'Angelo. What a waste of a reign. What a waste of... the. This is a guy who has done nothing but take every little bit of this weird-ass character that you've given him and knocked it out of the park every single time and he's here, you finally put some gold on him. You never let him defend the fucking titles. You don't give him one on two on two matches with anybody. They had the the first week they became champions, they beat the now the former dyad GYV as last. So that wasn't actually really a match. Then you gave that fatal four-way thing at no mercy. Which wasn't really a title defense. They haven't had really any any kind of of stories or anything. And this wasn't even a story. The only reason that you was even in this match is because the refs were too busy being dumbasses and didn't see Humberto and Angel cost the Creed. The Creeds would have beat them. Friggin' if you would you do you think I would be angry at all? Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
3: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If the Creeds won that match last week and the Creeds beat Tony D'Angelo and Stacks, no, I wouldn't care at all because the Creeds are fucking
1: awesome. And you, would geez, care, you, you would fucking care a Stacks!
3: Little because
4: you were in love with Tony D'Angelo? Um, but I agree with. I don't think that Stax and Tony D should be tag champs, so that's the only thing I don't hate about it, because it doesn't work as a duo. You need either a bunch of guys or one guy. Like this title reign was not going anywhere and that isn't their fault. And it does suck. But like it felt very stuck in the mud for all the reasons you just said. And sometimes I'm in I'm in favor of a surprise title switch. I'm not in this case, but I I get the temptation because it just felt like you know what this like isn't it isn't going anywhere and it can't because there's two guys. <laughs> Spooky patch kids. Um, I'm sincerely happy for Harlem Bravado and Duke Hudson. I in story It's just weird cuz even I know you don't like it but they pivoted so far away from the parts that I did like about it that I don't either Like I I was much more keen on this when Duke Hudson was the focal point of it cuz I think Duke Hudson's great and it felt like Chase U was starting to make sense in a wrestling context. Then it pivoted to this Thea hail turn. And it felt like nothing had to no nobody had anything to do with Duke Hudson and um Andre Chase. So this feels very out of nowhere, even though they've been one of the more excuse I'm so sorry, Duck Hudson, excuse me. Um the birth of our pun gimmick, <laughs> Duck Hudson. So, like, I'm excited because I want to see Duke Hudson wrestle, Duck Hudson wrestle matches really bad. and um, Wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. You can continue after this. Based on what they did with Tony D and Stax, why would you ever think that making Duke Hudson co-tag champs would result in him wrestling more matches and not less?
4: I do want to say I appreciate equality. Okay, the women's tag belts are horribly booked, and it's just nice to know that the men are also dragged down to this level. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying, in the spirit of Halloween Havoc, to be more optimistic about the fact that, like, there's a new guy in charge, and maybe there's plans for things. Um, and Duke can't possibly be wrestling less than he is now. <laughs> He hasn't wrestled in forever outside of that qualifier match, which he was like, not even that much in. Um, And I really like him. So I, I, I want to see this be productive. I think it is bad creative to get there, but I, I, I want people that I think have a really bright future to be able to have opportunities. And I hope that's a, that's what this translates into. I completely understand why you would think that won't be the case because we've seen it time and time again and we've seen people who had successful defenses or successful reigns not move up so sure um but i think with the tony d and stack story it's like they had opportunities to do stuff they didn't do it um tony d needs three other people or no other people it just doesn't work as a duo. You, you, we've talked about it time over time. Like it can't, You can't have an underling that's not in charge of anybody. It doesn't work. So they need to figure something out because Tony D is great and Sax is serviceable enough, even though he looks like Patrick Mahomes, and I can't get that out of my head now.
3: Hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people who are like, even in our Discord, saying – but what if this means that Tony D is not in a tag team anymore and he's a singles wrestler and he's the one who dethrones Dom for the now Italian-American champion? Well,
4: then you would forgive and literally everything. I would
3: forgive everything. But guess what? They're not going to fucking do that. But oh boy, I'd forgive everything if that's what thing. If Dom lost to Tony D'Angelo, who embarked on a 400 day reign as the Italian American <laughs> champion? I would forgive everything else this company has done wrong, but they're not gonna do that.
4: I, you had me until 400 day reign. God I mean, I love, love him. him. I love him. I love Tony G too. I'm gonna call it at about 100 days. I <laughs> think we're good. <laughs> Two, day right
3: 250. Now. Come on, give me at least like three quarters of a year. I'll give you three
4: year. quarters of a year. I'll
3: give you three quarters of a year. Um, Louise saying that since 2021, the only teams who have held the titles longer than 100 days have been Gallus, 176. Um, and you have to go back far enough to 2021 to get back to when they were still known as this Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Who held the titles for 158 days? And they were so great. like nobody. There are no long reigns. I guess 87 days. We that's a pretty long reign. It's close to, to 100. It's I the, the lack of defenses. It- ever have held the, the t- That is ridiculous to me.
4: It's the lack of defenses. Like I can even handle short reigns, but you gotta defend them, especially when you've had multiple plays in that time. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, like, especially just the way it happened. Like, they were, like... There was no build to this at all. You're right. Was it was no no a qualifier to and they like, switched Like, J.C. Jane tried to get Andre Chase to use a crowbar, but he wouldn't yeah, it do weird. it. Uh, Thea Hale was holding a towel the whole time, but behaving like old Thea Hale, like coked out, crazy happy Thea Hale, and not Chase like Thea Hale, yeah. I wear leather skirts exclusively. A hail like I don't so people were like, oh, wait, she's gonna throw in the towel, she's gonna throw in the towel to get Andre Chase back. She's gonna throw in the towel, and like that actually would be a full arc of a character. Um, but they didn't that'll happen on that the
4: when they all. drop it, yeah, maybe because they can't pace anything, like that has to be a slow burn,
3: yeah. Um,
4: I don't think Duke Hudson and Andre Chase are gonna be able to coexist. Spoiler alert. <sighs>
3: Um. Somebody broke out the Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Um. We got a we got a black light match with uh, Gigi and and Blair.
4: Lights out, Gorilla Radio.
3: Um. Oh, and that's it. I didn't. I I I saw the finish. I was I was I was I was rage emptying my dishwasher while this match was going on.
4: It was re- it was really good. It was really good. good I'm glad um Blair Davenport just knows how to navigate a ring man she's she's really really good at this um both of them showed out this was a lot of fun it was refreshing to not just be like the lights went out and then back on like at least it was actually the the lights were actually up um it, it was good it was exactly what it should have been for Halloween Havoc both of these ladies you feel like kind of fit in the vibe for it so that was fun yeah. but Blair Davenport has a very I mean they both do but it just shows up with Blair a little bit more I think um there's an assuredness of who she is in all of this and she's very very good at delivering things she's very good at pacing her matches too which it can be a real struggle especially with talent that's still in developmental her opponent here not one of them obviously like a little bit further ahead but she's just very in command of who she is in a wrestling ring and how to work a match. And this was great. These kinds of things I think um are very suitable to to women with their respective styles. Like it it just clicked in. This was this was really solid. Um do would I say, oh my god, you have to check this out instead of rage mm-hmm. emptying your dishwasher? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. But it is it it was good. Like the women's wrestling on NXT is good, man. Like
3: mm-hmm. Good stuff Yeah, uh, Blair came out as the kid from It and the Rain Slicker, and Gigi was Be- Beetlejuice when Beetlejuice wears a cab cabby hat. Yes. Um, I, I am. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it doesn't feel great, but the the one the one clip I saw was uh was Blair working over Gigi's back the entire match.
4: Most a lot of it, yeah.
3: Okay. Because her reacting to being Falcon arrowed through a table, as though she had—I don't—I don't, I don't know—it did not—it did not look as bad as she was selling it. So I was hoping there was—they I mean,
4: like beat the extra, hell out of each other in this. extra like, damage
3: that led to that reaction because it was—it
4: wasn't like Tecker much. isolated, but they—they they beat the hell out of each other. Like it was. Gigi sure. kind of does the oversell in general, though. Too, I will say.
3: Um. So Tiffany Stratton's getting interviewed, um, and then somebody shows up doing a really bad impression of Tiffany Stratton, uh, not nearly as good as yours, obviously. I'm and honestly,
4: I, I'm fl- I'm flattered. Uh, Leave it to the professionals.
3: Yeah. No, no um, offense. I don't know. I did not know who this was because of the wig. I, I was like that could literally be anybody. Is that Brit? Is that Brinley Reese from last week? <laughs> is that Solruka back? Oh, who the is that? She's in a feud with. I forgot she was in a feud with Horse Girl, wow, and I cause... was like, oh, it's Horse Girl. Okay, so then they fought about being in, in the in, impression, I guess. Um, Tiffany so did a good job Horse of Girl the like, okay, Stevie stop. Stratton, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah she did a good job with the yeah all right i'm fed up now um listen it not everyone has the gift okay no. um and hers isn't even bad but mine is... i mean
3: it's a it's a four and a half yeah time.
4: and i i think it was only supposed to be a six right it's supposed right. to get under tiffany stratton's yeah. skin it's just a little embarrassing for her right. when right. there's Right professional out there yeah, on a weekly no, basis. True. Like, it's I don't
3: <laughs> it's true. I mean you can you can say it we can say it like it's... Can...
4: look it's we not can... even a braggadocious thing. I just am aware of my strengths and I do one impression and it's that one, and then I do one um, character, and I sometimes can do a Kardashian voice. That's it.
3: Yeah. Uh the other semi-final was Lola Vice versus Carmen Petrovich. Lola Vice. Won that match.
4: Thank goodness. Yeah.
3: Uh, Lola Weiss and Nikolani Jordan did an MMA style stand and, and do this next to each other over the glance. At and it, it, it works as part of a press conference because the people in charge of it say, hey, hey, fellas, stand up and do this. And then they do it for the cameras. And there's lots of shutters being clicked and everyone's taking pictures. It doesn't work when the person who won a match earlier has to wander back down the ramp and then they stand there and do that awkwardly. It looks really awkward and dumb.
4: It did look weird. I appreciate the effort. Cause I, I do feel like those are generally pretty cool. Like when you have the, the standoff mm-hmm. moment, this one is cheesy. And to your point, kind of because there's just like a, a portfolio. It looks like there's is a planner. It? it looks like there's a planner on the table. And it doesn't read as anything intimidating. Hold
3: on. I, I, next Tuesday, you say? Let me see if I can pencil you in. I'm free after 8 p.m.
4: Ooh, stickers. Can you yeah. Can you
3: do 8 p.m.? Okay,
1: good. Beautiful.
3: Um,
4: this is something, this is why it's important to watch a lot of different presentations of things. This is something mm. New Japan does extremely well. The NXT does extremely poorly and you should see how it's done there um, to see how this gets done authentically looking in the pro wrestling arena. Um, but I I like that they're trying to make it feel sports like I'm glad these are the two. Carmen's got some work to do. She's she was not um, fully ready for this spot. There was a really rough spot in the corner that just didn't didn't look right. Um, but She's super green, and she's got a lot of time and development ahead of her, so I look forward to seeing her improve week over week if she puts in the work like so many of the other women that we've seen gone through. But this was the finals that we were hoping for and came to expect. Mm -hmm. They don't always give us that, so I'm glad they gave us that this time around. More necessarily in this than most other tournaments because of Mm -hmm. what it lends itself to, right? So, And even stylistically, I think Lola Vice looked good, and her and Kalani Jordan should be a fun matchup, I would think. So good stuff on that I wish they had
3: done more to...
4: Break you out-y? To break out
3: out them as personalities as opposed to just like in the tournament because I don't know who these girls are at all. And they they did a lot to like show you who Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton were for better or for worse because like not all the stuff they did with the personality stuff for those two worked but at least they made the effort. I have no idea who Kalani Jordan is other than she picks really bad mentors. You yeah, I, mean? I was like, going
4: to say, I think it's a little well, handcuffed. it ends out
3: with Electra Lopez, but and then what? That's it. You know? They're
4: a little handcuffed by the fact that they've both been around, but we haven't been told who they were. So it's like, yeah. it feels
3: weird to do
4: introductory vignettes because we've seen them a little bit more consistently, but we don't really have a grasp of who they are in this very wacky world, especially. So it, it's a little bit odd of one. I'm sure part of this is just derailed because they released Dana Brooke, yeah. like in yeah. the middle of Kalani Jordan's storyline. Yeah. No. That leaves her in a really weird spot. So um, um but this should be a good yeah. finals. These are the two that should be in it. Yeah. And um that that part of it's good, but this I think part of it because some of it got chewed up by uh NXT Mania. like in the, the tournament didn't have the same like, oh sick behind it like I'm, I think I felt like the last one.
3: Um, so Chase you whom I loathe is uh, backstage c- celebrating winning the tag titles. Um, and um, in walks inexplicably Chelsea Green. And, and Piper Niven as Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. And they trade some barbs with uh, JC Jane and uh, Thea Hale. And um, Chelsea wants to go make a complaint to Shawn Michaels. And they said, we'll show you where his office is. And while we're there, we're going to ask him for a tag title match with uh, against you guys next week says J.C. Jane, and then she has the fucking nerve to say it's about time you two defended those titles. Toxic Attraction won the titles and Halloween Havoc 2021 and did not defend them until February. They defended them once and they did not defend them again until May.
4: Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that what Obnoxious Heels do? Are overwhelming uh,
3: hypocrites and stupid? Calling the kettle black times infinity.
4: I'm well not here for it. I mean, the kettle wears black lipsticks.
3: <laughs> I also, they haven't defended the titles on Raw or SmackDown. or SmackDown. Yeah, Sense no, it's them. Against all of the you, you, you created a team of Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark tailor-made to take those titles off of them and then did not give them, you gave them like a proving ground match that was then interrupted by Nia Jax, which has splintered Nia and, uh, sorry, Shayna and, and Zoe off to do stuff with Nia. But like, fucking Halloween. Have them show up on goddamn SmackDown and have a match. With the Spooky Scottish Witches. the Spooky witches. Scottish Witches. Who are in canon placing curses on the title belts as we speak?
4: I mean, Why we got vignettes.
3: And JC getting title shots before anybody under my measure? We got vignettes. I think
4: they are going to do that. We got spooky Scottish witch vignettes.
3: Are we, are, 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 when are we getting it? Because if that we're getting is- it after Halloween, everyone can go jump in a fucking lake. You, it was you know, every four fucking weeks of October. Every week of October, you should have the spooky witches haunting the shit out of Chelsea Green and Piper Niven no-selling it.
4: Okay, like, but this wasn't be really great, half of did October.
3: Nothing, did nothing.
4: And then we had a switch in management. But I also wonder if there's a way to make it like a spooky triple threat.
3: course, there's a way to do that. Do you think they're going to do that?
4: No, I'm just it's Halloween.
3: Okay, like, okay, I'm doing
4: okay, my best. Okay,
3: okay, okay fine. Listen, it, it would be very funny if the Spooky Scottish you showed up on Halloween. Um They should take had, out Shotzi and Scarlet had, way, and host
4: it and enter the match.
3: They were called up in June. They've had one match on TV on the main roster. This yeah, Scottish and Caden
4: and Katana have had two.
3: They're they're more. NXT than they are main roster, and they haven't been there since June. Them showing up to cost Chelsea and Piper the tag titles, to put them on Thea and J.C. Jane, just so the spooky Scotch's witches can then take the titles off of Thea Hale and J.C. Jane.
5: Perhaps. Perhaps.
4: I just want them to win convincingly. They deserve it. Uh... Or have... um... Nikki Cross, get involved.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, oh, the Amish Electrician says, Nobody Dana Brooks Kalani into a corner.
1: <laughs> the
5: spookiest of all.
3: All right. So we have a full-on treatise written, humper-chatted in by Wrestling With Movies, uh, resident Becky, Becky Lynch stan, that I'm going to read um, uh, about this Lyra Valkyria and Becky Lynch match. Um, y'all know how I'm gonna be tonight. Being one of the best wrestlers in the world not only includes the in-ring or the gimmick, but the ability to put over others over in the best way. Becky Lynch did that tonight. The match ruled. Lyra won. Star is born. Put a pin in that. You're well aware of how I I, I was adamant that this Becky NXT title run wouldn't be like Charlotte's second one, and I was very right. Becky did what the great should do, have a great run, even if short, and then go out on your back to the right person. Put a pin in that. And people just need to stop doubting Becky Lynch. Some people do, but, and I'm biased, but she's truly the woman's goat for me. Undisputed. I think I'm, in the next few years, we'll get her swan song. And if I could fantasy book it, one more with Mercedes. Goat. Several minutes later, he humper chatted. What's next for Becky. So they considered to tease Jade. Becky looked up at her after the match. Jade makes things less clear, but Rhea versus Becky at Mania has to be the agenda, right? Yes, it does. That's why this doesn't make any sense. Uh, but until then, I'm not sure. Also, Becky's contract is up next year, so... Okay. um. What this is, and you will never be able to convince me different, is they didn't want Becky to lose to Jade.
4: 100%. Uh, and cowards,
3: cowards, cowards, cowards and
4: women's Survivor Series, maybe. OK, they want Becky to lead Team Good Girls and they don't want to have an NXT title mixed up in it or something like they feel I mean, like she can move on from this because she'll move on to that and then we'll start the mania maybe. programming season. Mm-hmm. Um, They don't want Jade to beat Becky. I don't love that because I know Becky is one of the most selfless performers I've ever seen. I understand where there may be some hesitations on their part in that Jade's strengths are not always in ring and maybe they don't want Becky if Becky's going to lose to Jade, she's probably going to do it in like 6 minutes. And that maybe they don't want that cuz I don't think Jade is going to come out with like a 20 minute classic in her first match really? just based on I I on I still injury.
3: think Becky is owed a receipt for what she did to Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. She needs to lose one like that after doing that to somebody else. That's how that's how I view wrestling as a whole that if you fucking buried one person, that was not your choice, but that was one that we you fucked up Bianca Belair's momentum for months and months and months with that 26 second squash. You now owe the wrestling gods one against you.
4: Yeah, but they—they—they they, so. they did it with with Bianca. Becky had to be a heel and shouldn't have been. That was punishment enough. But like they, I hated that. I hated
3: that. I I, I hated it. Yeah. But they
4: made a really good hated story it. out of it. Yeah. Um, by the time it looped back around a year later, they figured out how to.
3: They finally figured it out. Yes, a year later. they re- yeah.
4: they re- yeah. they reverse engineered it.
3: And again, um, you could have done the exact same thing in five minutes, not twenty six seconds, because it made I, it made was, it made Bianca look awful to lose. It made to it one her look, one look, like ham, made it look like a chump. Made her look like is, a chump. And Becky
4: is she's just a better face. Yeah, um, she made it work, but it. Becky doesn't um I don't see Becky like struggle with a lot those opening months of her as a heel were not her greatest hits um it got good got really good uh but well whilst it's not what I would do I would have Jade beat Becky I get where they might be coming from on that one um and that I think Becky is man or woman, probably one of their top three most prized possessions. Like I, I kinda get it, and that's a big risk and a lot of pressure to put on Jade off the bat. Um, I say do it. I say that's what
3: wrestling's supposed no, to be. No, you you WWE is presenting her as the next big thing. You don't know ever what I mean? beat
4: the current big thing.
1: There's
3: hundred th- percent. The I thought the only reason that the the characters you are presenting on TV every every time she shows up, the character that WWE is presenting on TV, the only reason she would even consider going to NXT was that so she could beat the greatest women's wrestler ever for the NXT championship. Now that Becky's lost it, why would she even consider going to NXT? She should she should she should go and and fight whoever Rhea or or Io or after, after Io loses to Charlotte. She should fight Charlotte. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- there's... the I thought it was a perfect setup. Like, I'm coming for your title because you have it. I don't care about the fucking NXT title. I care about beating you for it. Because Jade wants to establish dominance. The, the character they are presenting is that. And I just, I don't... I don't know. It's They it, need and to... Here, here's, here's what I do think. think lola vice wins the breakout tournament i think lyra valkyria successfully defends against lola vice and then she gets a match against jade and and jade murders her where she stands and so what you will do and again Uh, This is taking nothing away from the individual matches that Becky Lynch has had with all these women. And by the way, there were a bunch more on Raw and also on SmackDown she could have had matches with continuing this amazing thing of, like, I want to give title opportunities to all these great women. You did it for, like, two of them. So, like, we could have done a lot more if she had retained tonight. Okay? Um, But um, you cut Tiffany Stratton's reign short to put the title on Becky. Um, and now she's feuding with a horse girl for no reason at all. Um, and uh, she's dropped way down the cart. She's not like, oh, they sh- well, here's what they should have done. Lyra wins, and if Jade's not coming for Lyra, Tiffany should be right there going for this. Um, this is my big thing. is. Zaylee's not feuding with Becky anymore. Zia has got a match with Candice LeRae. So, like, that's what they're doing now. Like, she attacked Candice LeRae because now there's, no, there's nothing there. Like, there's no, there's no title anymore, so what is, who cares about that? So, um, I think that if they do what I suspect they're going to do and have Lyra Valkyria get one title defense in and then get murdered by Jade Cargill, well, then it doesn't matter that she beat Becky Lynch because then she's going to drop down the card. And you're just going to, like, okay, so I'm, we're here. We're here. <laughs> and like okay now we can do something else i, I guess i don't know the match the, the the what i saw of the match was very good um my my stream did not sync up audio and and video so the video happened first and then 15 seconds later the audio happened so i did not actually think that she had won the match until the audio caught up and I was like, Oh, 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 okay. Wow. Uh, All right. That it just good for Lyra Valkyria. And it was a cool story that they, that they told in the ring and the told told between the two of them. And also I just don't, I just don't know. Um,
4: I don't know either. Um, it's an odd one. It's an odd one. Um, I think Lyra's great, and I thought the match was fantastic. I really do. Um, the booking for the women's title has not made sense in a very long
3: time. Very, very, very long time.
4: Very long time.
3: I almost want. I almost want Jade to abandon her. Her just she's just stalking Becky, and honestly, you could keep Jade and Becky busy just doing that because. Becky's not feuding with Rhea until WrestleMania. That's when she gets her match. So what do you do with her now? I thought it was a perfect thing, honestly, for her to have the NXT women's title because it it keeps her busy and away from, from Rhea. And you don't have her lose that until like January, a couple weeks before the Rumble, and then we could actually start building her and Rhea. But doing it now doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because you had a perfect way to keep them separated. You got to keep them separated um, until that particular moment. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. I think um, I'm wondering if that's where, if they do a survivor series thing and Rhea's on one side and Becky's on the other, that might be like their hint before the hint kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of like, Becky leading the good gals, real leading the bad gals. And, um, like that's what they, they do for a few months, mm-hmm. but this is just odd. Yeah. Don't be weird in the chat, please. Thanks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, didn't PWA report that Jade was going to be put on raw. So maybe Jade might face Becky on raw. I mean, she might, and I don't know about the report, she might and that would make sense here but like she's just been showing up everywhere but not actually debuting anywhere so uh i thought her show like sitting on a throne to watch becky versus Elira, meant we were going to get jade versus becky for the nxt title but now that that's changed so i don't know
4: there's just like to your point it doesn't do a lot that Lyra beat Becky for it. If she loses to Jade, and it doesn't do Jade a lot of favors to win it from Lyra instead of Becky, um, it does Becky favors to keep Becky protected. But um, it, it does just feel like a weird trajectory, and it it's been that way for a while. Like yeah. the last thing that was really awesome, and I I don't match wise, we've gotten some really good matches. So, but like Miko versus roxanne Mm -hmm. was the last really well booked thing and there was like the weird ladder match that made no sense Indy winning which made no sense tiffany winning which made sense but then weird feud with Thea Hale Mm -hmm. losing to becky because she accidentally said her name in a promo yeah becky doing a bunch of really cool stuff and here we are so it's just been a very convoluted picture with some extremely skilled women's wrestlers along the way and some great matches along the way but the booking has been a little bit odd
3: uh, Ryan Sakini with two um, super chats saying, "Give it to Lyra to lose to Jade," or maybe they wanted Lyra to have the title before she got called up. Um, I will say this: like the match that Indy had with with Becky last night, made in comparison to what we saw tonight with Lyra, made it even weirder. The whole choice to have Indy be the champion in NXT. Yes. It just, it didn't, like, there was no, I've seen Indy have much better matches than what she had last night on Raw. I don't know if they were hamstrung by as stylistically. They couldn't do what they wanted to or whatever, but it just didn't, didn't, didn't click in. And tonight was, you know, really, really well done between these two ladies. It just.
4: It really was. And there was even a cool story going into it.
3: Yeah. The the story was good. I like that. But like now it's, it is kind of a, I don't, I don't know. Um. Uh, I wanted, to, and now I wanted to I actually now I have to go back and watch this segment. I hated. Jason PS3 says that whole chase you slash Chelsea Green and Piper interaction is so distracting that people didn't see Boa walking up to Dante Chen in the background. We haven't seen Boa since twenty 2020, twenty, early twenty twenty two, if that. Maybe it was even earlier than that, but like we haven't seen Boa in forever. forever. He was doing that weird like sting thing where like he <laughs> <laughs> he was like hanging out like on top of like big tall things. And also he would, he would he would he would like be a regular Boa, but then he would also like be crazy painted face Boa,
4: Joker Boa. Um,
3: yeah. I don't know. Pro Boa, uh, Surfer Boa. Yeah, he got dropped, dropped by Solo Sokoa with Umaga face paint. That's right.
4: Yeah, this much like Dante, encouraging to see people back on television that we haven't. Like one thing, cuts are the worst days. It's the yeah. they're the worst. But one good thing is usually they re they shake up how they use the talent that they do have to try and better utilize them. Um we've definitely seen that when Triple H retakes over something. Um yeah. look what they did with the the raw women's roster. Everybody's getting used now, literally. So uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Optimistic about that. I like seeing talent get reps, especially in NXT where mm-hmm. the point is reps. <laughs> yeah. As much as we talk about booking and title reigns and all these things, and it's a TV product, they should be sound and they should be good. The point yeah. of NXT is to develop talent and get reps and move them on to be stars of your future.
3: Yeah. Um. Uh, well, also, Boa returning means the great possibility of Dragon Chew, which would which would boost my morale considerably, and lower yours. But
4: I love Wendy Chew. I love Karen Q. I've been like Dragon Lady. <laughs> I don't need all three smushed together.
3: I do. Um, I know you I wanted, do. You need. I, I, want, the three, chew, you I want the three faces of Chew. I want all. I want her to be in the Royal Rumble three times. Better than better than Killer Kelly or Killer Kelly. Well, Killer Kelly. not Killer Kelly, she's great. Killer Kelly's Kelly great. Kelly Kelly, she's on impact. Kelly Kelly. No Kelly Kelly, and no uh, Ivory dressed up as uh, <laughs> as as the right to censor. Get those you know two Kelly the Kelly hell Kelly out. And twin twins? Yes, I heard that. Um, she didn't name them uh, both
4: Kelly. I'm so sad. Well,
3: she at least she should definitely name each one of them the same name twice, whatever it is.
4: A hundred percent.
3: Yeah, Billy Billy and. Timmy, Timmy. I don't know if they were both boys. I don't know if they were. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, Dungeon Master of says, Hello, friend. Just here to say I love you guys and the SGS as a whole. Life we is turning you. a positive corner. Yay! Um, and my new job is going well. Yay! Uh, as always, thank you for being you and being here. Also, Five Nights at Freddy Blassie's. I got that one. Thank you so
4: much. We did get that one, but I like mm-hmm. that we got it twice.
3: Uh-huh. Um... Jaden Pringle says, Alex, Kate, Papa Paul, and all the SGS. I have to do dumb work, but that won't stop me from havocing with this band of misfits. Take that, adulting. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> deep Blue juicy.
4: Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about our ad tonight. I blame Halloween havoc. I blame all the spookiness in the world, Alex. I got to think of a segue right now because I missed them all. If you spun the wheel, but you are not able to make your deal, mm. all right. If you are yep. like, I can't get my coal miner's glove on because there's not a a hand to be found. Okay blue chew is for you
0: is your sex life stuck in developmental well get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code fifel same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but how about this no awkward in-person visits no trips to the pharmacy it ships straight to your door in a discreet package but let me tell you your package is not going to be discreet when you use Bluetooth, and the code FIGHTFUL helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, you just arrive straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing, and right now you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of Bluechew.com and the code fightful.
3: That was smooth. I want to really, I want to, I want to call to how smooth that was on your part, but thank you. Uh, (laughs) you. We have, we have a lot of puns to read. Um, Robert Lyle says, Thea Hailraiser.
4: Oh, that's really good. I've I've seen it. I've seen Hailraiser. Hailraiser. Like a big girl. Or at least parts of it.
3: That is so far beyond Chopping Mall. Like, wow. I don't,
4: and it wasn't, I didn't enjoy it, and it wasn't voluntary, and I had nightmares, but I saw yeah, it. there
3: you go. Yeah. Uh, Robert Lyle says, R- Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou Albano.
4: Okay, I get Lou Albano, but
3: I don't know what that movie is. Prom Night, well, Prom Night 2. Hello, Mary Lou.
4: I didn't know the hello, Mary my part. Yeah. I
3: know about prom Night. Um, Wrestling with Movies says, Beetlejuice Robinson, all about the boo. I like it.
4: You know it's all about the
3: boo. boo. Um, the Amish Electrician says, Drag me to Ding Dong Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, I miss Ding Dong Hello. Justin Holcomb says next week Alex should go blind and dress as a jack-o'-lantern with no eyes and call it see No Evil. Man, going blind would be prefer- preferable to watching.
4: No, that's for Space the Saudi Radio shows.
3: Uh, JW Pringle says the good 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 ghost Kali. <laughs> the ghost Kali. <colleague. laughs> uh, Robert Lyle says, low hanging fruit, but pin, head.
4: That's very good. I like I like ones like that.
3: Me too. Uh well, here's a good one. Ian R, Ian Ricabani says the Frankensteiner brothers. That's really good. <laughs> um uh Greg Carter says Knight of the listen- Night of the Living Kiss Demon. jella <laughs> Common right. says uh it's probably been done, but Zanhausen of a thousand corpses. It has not been done. It
1: has
4: not been done, and it's quite good.
3: That's very good. Robert Lyle says Village of the Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> Craig Carter says, "Moose bumps,
4: <laughs> goose, goose."
3: Uh, uh, I got one. You do? Mm-hmm. What is it? Scooby Doomsday device.
4: That's really good.
3: pretty good. Um, Mr. Showtime says, "Hunter Hearst haunting."
4: That's very good, too. All right. I don't know if you heard mine earlier, but to plug myself shamelessly, I said bad dude Trito."
3: Oh, that's good. He's the best. Um had fun. It's really Brian does one of his Humper Chats with like 12 of them in there. So here we go. Yes, let's go. Fr- Freddie Luger, Chainsaw Dim- Jim Duggan, L.A. Fright Night, Isla Dawn of the Dead, Dr. Britt Baker R.I.P., Seth Shriekin Rollins, Coco Be Scared. <laughs> Killer Doinks from Outer Space. Yeah. Black Lagoon Clomb- Combat Club. Um, there you go. Hi, Sean.
5: Hi, Sean. How are you guys? Good.
3: Good. How are you? What you doing?
5: Listen, I got rated number twenty-nine on the Pro Run In Illustrated Five Hundred recently.
4: Oh my gosh. And
5: I, I had to show up here. I had I have to improve myself. I've got to make a point in the in the home stretch of of this. I've got to prove a point. I got to help put over the younger talent. I don't know who that'd be here, but I got to put over the younger talent. I'm in the lab. I'm out here getting the reps in, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't like my ranking on the pro run-in 500 uh, rankings. Fortunately, Reg did accidentally rank me on the black pro run-in Illustrated 500, so I'm very pleased with that. That's good.
4: Well, I mean... You know, if there's anything that we've learned from wrestling, it's that you should let arbitrary lists
5: control your life. These were totally real, by the way. They were I was getting mega heat here. Mega heat. Not, piped in in all. All.
3: Not piped in at
5: all. The lunk alarm went off, and it was real here. Oh,
3: wow. Seriously? It was real. <laughs> it
5: wasn't
4: it piped in lunk alarm.
5: Wow. Somebody said, have I played a fitness? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's plan of Fitness. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hanging out with the Judgment Day right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
3: There's only one one of two places you could be.
5: It's yeah. either Planet no. Fitness
3: or the Judgment I, Day. I
5: I came here to match the aesthetic of this show. Yes,
4: we respect that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were what working out with if you were working out with Rhea Ripley, you're in good shape. You know what I mean? You're.
5: I have you're been. I've be 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 been be be teaching her a good. thing or two.
4: I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, that's how that goes.
5: Yeah. Well, guys, uh, I just wanted to, to show up here, put over the younger talent, and recruit point.
4: Thank you. I hope Thank that you. next year you're number 22.
5: Lord willing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. Good. Bradley um, Bryan wants us to watch pro wrestlers versus zombies for Schlocktober I feel like I don't know if Kate can can stand pro wrestlers versus zombies. Maybe we'll do that next year if she's even an even bigger girl.
4: If I'm even more of a grown-up,
3: mm-hmm. um, I like this one from Mr. Showtime, "Degeneration Exorcist."
4: <laughs> Suck it.
3: See, this is good. Chris Barrera even makes it better. Instead of Hunter Hearst haunting, it's Haunter Hearst Helmsley. That's that's like some it. really good stuff there. I like that a lot. All right, we got some. We got some jukeboxers. We got some. Uh, actually, quite a lot of jukeboxers. Um, They're really popular. Uh oh my goodness, wrestling with movies. Um, wouldn't the counter be that they got the NXT title off Becky so that Jade can beat her and not have Jade in NXT? Since as likely she's going to raw. If Jade beats Becky decisively, then she could be off TV till Rumble or Chambered and start the Rhea build. Perhaps, but I thought everyone told me that that Jade needed some time at the PC because she sucks so much. So um if that's the case, everybody usually makes the that that argument. Um then it would be good. Everybody be is there.
4: always right about things. Right. So right.
3: Um K Bill says if they do what they what what I think, I feel more secure in my thought that Jade should have just been on the main roster. She can have compelling non-title feuds there, build to a title win instead of just winning the NXT title and basically a rerun of her AEW run. Uh I I I don't know. I don't know. Um I do think that I don't think she's as green as some people think she is, but it's not she's not. At the level of some of the women on the main roster. She's above some of them, but below below a lot of them uh, at that point.
4: Well, she's she's not where a lot of the ones that she's going to be positioned against are from, mm-hmm. from an in-ring perspective. And those people are the best women's wrestlers
3: in the world. So, it makes sense. Me, me Norma says, it's a new day of the dead. Yes, it is. Uh, and Ronald Holick says the misfit, li- the misfit Finleys. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, oh well, you know what? I wasn't watching during that year, but I'll have to make something up. Cardwiz says to celebrate the Rangers winning their first ALCS since twenty eleven, I'd love to hear Paul Paul Palowski recap the best and totally most important wrestling story from that year: CM Punk and the New Nexus. uh and uh, see there was a nexus right and and, and there's mostly just a vehicle for Wade Barrett but he had a lot of friends with him one one of the guys he, he had a ferrari engine inside of a tank so he said but then he turned out to be a spooky fella they repackaged him but then there was a there was a bunch of them one one of the guys was ryback that didn't turn out too well for him but there was a lot of these uh, nexus fellas that that, that that john cena beat all of them at the same time and that didn't didn't work out too well for any of those guys, but then there was a new Nexus, and I don't remember who was in that, but there was a there's a, 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 a CM Punk uh, fella, and uh, he 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 was a rabble rouser, he was he, 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 he didn't like authority, so he he was always trying trying to get one over on that Vincent McMahon, he and then 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 most of the time he did. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really uh, uh, r- recall what happened. was was a one time, no, I don't know if this was part of the new Nexus thing where he, he won a title and then he gave a smooch. He blew a kiss and then he left and then he put, put the title in his fridge. What?
4: <laughs> you Did you know that Sam Puck was the leader of the new Nexus?
3: I had no idea.
4: Yeah, right before no the pipe bomb stuff. No clue.
3: Done. There you go. Um, the uh, the the pipe bomb like brought me back into to watching wrestling. I I give it up on it.
1: it oh, so well. me too, didn't buddy. Time.
3: Didn't have time. Um, uh, Will Chisholm says I'm going to let you all know I started throwing up when Double J beat Eddie Kingston. I was too, so angry buddy. I almost threw up. Um, an
4: an otherwise almost perfect uh collision,
3: <laughs> just the worst thing. Um uh the th- the shining wizard that's really really good mm-hmm.
4: also i know this one's not a super chat, but it's too good not to
3: <laughs> that's good it's good and i totally did very very good tiffany stratton sings every day is halloween by ministry and either okay so you do your thing first then i'll do my thing all right we gotta get in 15 minutes here we go
4: that's just not true though well i live with snakes and lizards and other things that go bump in the night. Because to me, every day is Halloween. I've given up hiding and started to fight. I've started to fight. Well, anytime, place, anywhere that I go, all the people seem to stop and stare. They say, why are you dressed like it's Halloween? You look so absurd. You look so obscene. Why can't I live a life for me? Why should I take abuse that's served? Why can't they just see they're just like me? It's the same. It's the same as the whole wide world. Well, I let their teeny minds think that they're dealing with someone who is over the brink, and I dress this way just to keep them at bay because Halloween is every day. Toodles.
3: Mm-hmm. It's very good. Thanks. Um, okay, uh, and then they also wanted um, uh, uh, Regal to sing uh, "Werewolves of London."
4: So get it because
3: London. No, yeah, get it. And also werewolves. Um
2: <clears throat> I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for a place called Niho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. Ah werewolves of London. Ah werewolves of London. Ahoo. You hear him howling around your kitchen door. You better not let him in. Little old lady got mutilated late last night. Werewolves of London again! Ahoo! Werewolves of London, sunshine! Ahoo! Werewolves of London. Thank you. No pastry um,
3: Hmm. Uh, okay, let's just say that one for later. Um, uh, Walter reads oranges and lemons, uh, the old nursery rhyme. Okay, we go.
2: Oranges and lemons, say the bells of St. Clemens. You owe me high five farthings, say the bells of St. Martins. When will you pay me, say the bells of Old Bailey? When will I grow rich with the bells of Shoreditch? When will that be, say the bells of Stepney. I do not know, says the great bell of Bow. Here comes a candle to light you to bed, here comes a chopper. The chop off your head. Get to the chopper, chopping mall this Friday. Get the
3: flick out of here, um,
4: Ellie. You did uh, Rick- not no, miss. Ellie, Ricky. Ellie.
3: Ricky's always, Ricky's always at the end. Always at the end. We save and Ricky for last. Island
4: island. Oh, that's so good.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, Ellie, you're not um, too late. Tiffany, Tiffany sings "Total Eclipse of the Heart."
4: I don't even need lyrics for this one i don't think
3: no
5: but i will will do my best
4: (sighs) turn around every now and then i get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. turn around every now and then i get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears turn around every now and then i get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by turn around Every now and then I get a little bit, uh, I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in your eyes. Turn around bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Every now and then I get a little bit restless and I dream of something wild. Every now and then I cut to the hook because the song is too long. (laughs) And I need you now tonight. I need you more than ever. And if you only hold me tight, We'll be holding on forever and we'll only be making it right because we'll never be wrong. Together we can take it to the end of the line. Your love is like a shadow on me all of the time. I don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. We're living in a powder keg and giving up sparks. I need you tonight. Forever going to start tonight. Toodles.
3: That's good. Uh, so Ricardo much. the spooky gremlin wants Papa Palowski to sing monster mash. <gasps> I, I, I was working in the lab. You see, oh, wait, late one night when my my eyes beheld an eerie he sight, my monster from his slab began to rise, and, 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 and suddenly. To my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The, the monster mash. It was a, a graveyard smash. He did the mash. He caught on in the flash. He did the mash. He, 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 he did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. All the ghouls all came from their uh, humble abodes to, to get a jolt from... Uh, from my electrodes. Uh, they did the mash. They did the monster mash. They did the monster mash. from graveyard smash, and caught on in the flash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun and the party had just begun. The guests included Woofman, uh, Dracula, and his son. And, um, the scene was rocking. All were digging the sounds. Uh, Igor, on chains backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. I remember the Crypt Kicker 5 and a couple of good songs back in 1948. What?
4: And if you need a jolt in your electrodes, Mm Bluetooth.com, code Mm FIFOL. It's
3: good. Um, Tiffany sings Lake of Fire by Nirvana. (sighs)
4: Thank you for recommending Grunge we respect that in this household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do bad folks go when they die? They don't go to heaven where angels fly. Go to a lake of fire and fry. See them again till 4th of July. I knew a lady who came from Duluth bitten by a dog with a rabid tooth. Scroll because of ads. Where'd it go? Sorry the ads are so bad on this. where's the where's the stuff about the lady from duluth
3: let's just skip it we got we got another we got i knew a
4: lady who came from duluth bitten by a dog with a rabbit tooth she went to her grave just a little too soon flew away howling at the yellow moon where do bad folks go when they die they don't go to heaven where angels fly go to a lake a fire and fry see them again till the fourth of july toodles
3: There you go. We don't have ass things. Okay, this is from Ian Riccoboni, so we got to do it right. Oh, my gosh. Kate, as Tiffany Stratton, singing Swerve's theme while Alex dances like Prince Nana. Swerve, 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 swerve. swerve.
4: (laughs) Top rope, catch a vibe. Catch a foot when I drive. Big pressure I apply. In the ring, you won't survive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swear when I drive. Yeah, I swear when I drive. Defeating me, you lost your mind. Top rope, catch a vibe. Catch a foot when I drive. Big pressure I apply. In the ring, you won't survive. Yeah, I swear when I drive. Yeah, I swear when I drive. Yeah, I swear when I drive. Defeating me, you lost your mind. Toodles. I prolonged the the toodles because... I wanted you to do the dance Good. more.
3: Thank you. Good. Okay. Here we go. So, see if I can get this on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ian Riccaboni, we were happy to appease you.
3: Okay.
2: Jesse Ozog says the most horrific act is Jeff and Karen Jarrett. It's true.
4: It's so true.
2: Hello. Lieutenant Photo wants Ricky Rainbow singing Soundgarden's Rusty Cage. Also, Lieutenant Photo wishes that Jade had pump-kicked Lyra out of nowhere to end the show this evening. So here we are, Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. Oh, you wired me. Awake, you hit me with a hand of broken nails. Yeah, you tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. But I'm on a break, I'm on a break, I'm on to break, my rusty cage and run. Yeah, I'm on to break, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break, my rusty cage and run. Too cold to start a fire, I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones. Yeah, I'll take the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs. But well, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break, my rusty cage and run. Yeah, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break, my rusty cage and run. Hit like a Phillips head into my brain. It's going to be too dark to sleep again. Cutting my teeth on bars and rusty change. And I'm going to break my rusty cage and run. Thank you. Our friend right, Alex this is, this was a
4: really fun run.
2: This is the last one. Oh, do, do you want to see how Ricky Rainbow runs?
4: Of course I do. You're such a gentle... I,
2: I don't run very fast.
4: No, nor should you. Where are you in a hurry to go to? That's not Nowhere. your vibe. Nowhere. Nowhere. Absolutely not.
2: But, okay. Orion Ben says, um, Ricky Rainbow, that's me, does purple people eaters. <gasps> so I'll do that one. Anyway. I like them
4: Rusty Cage when you go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had one long horn and one big eye. I commenced to shake it and I said, Ooh-wee, it looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. A one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater it was. A one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. Well, he came down to earth and he lit in a tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I said him say in a voice so gruff, I wouldn't eat you because you're so tough. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people leader. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people leader. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people leader. Sure looks strange to me. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? He said, Purple people, and it sure is fine. But that's not the reason that I came to land. I want to get a job in a rock and roll band. Well, bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater, pigeon toad, underground, flying purple people eater, we wear short shorts. Fly, friendly little people eater, what a sight to see. Thank you.
4: If you have a one-eyed, one-horned pretty purple people eater and it's not eaten... People blueshoe.com. No. Put my phone. No, hey, I'm gonna that's plug it. my thing now because I really liked it and it was fun earlier P- today.
2: P- plug it.
4: So, I had a guy named Bad Dude Tito on. Can you just say Bad Dude Tito in your accent?
2: Bad Dude Tito,
4: yeah, 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 that's the guy. Uh, <clears throat> we ran down the New Japan, uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed card and he yeah. told me who on the card was bad dudes and who were uh-huh. not so bad dudes. He said that Okada was a pretty dude, but not I'm not Okada. Sonata was a pretty dude, but not a bad dude. He called out Tanahashi. Oh no. He said Eddie Kingston was a bad dude that checked out. Oh Um,
2: he's a bad dude. He's a really bad dude.
4: We decided. He's a
2: bad dude.
4: But he also told me about all this cool stuff that his wrestling school was doing at SoFi Stadium. And we talked TMDK and we talked all these wonderful things. So please go to my YouTube channel at Miss Kate Fabe on YouTube and check that out. It's about a half hour long. We had so much fun. It was such a blast um, running through that card, which is actually pretty stacked. Uh, that pay-per-view is on Saturday. And bad dude as he may be, also a pretty cool dude, That Tito. Yeah. We stay in here. So,
2: so also cool dude, Tito.
4: That is correct, Ricky.
2: Right. Okay. Go so well, um, we'll see you all next week for ha- night two of Halloween Havoc. Or probably will near the end. That's usually what happens. So are you
4: dressing as anything for Halloween this year? Outside of our show.
2: No, I'm my own costume.
4: You're your own costume?
2: I'm always wrapped in a riddle. I was ask. And wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla that is toasted just so.
1: It's beautiful.
2: Keep cool, gobba goose.
0: Thank you. Thank you.